Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Chris Demon, Travis Sorrell, and the stream queen, Chris Gardner, had a uh, an interesting first hour where we covered such things as family feud and pocket holding, and we always love that. Um, your hair. Don't forget your hair. My hair. I've gotten texts, too. What are people saying? That I have great hair, even, oh. even today. Aww. Hmm. Hmm. Marcus Hennessy says, Travis is a punk-ass graham cracker. Oh, mm. graham crackers are delicious. They are very tasty. You like s'mores? It's good s'mores season. S'more is Had s'mores, s'mores a few season. weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh my!" Just like that. My stars. <laughs> Ooh. Did uh, did you do a lot of s'mores when you did bonfires out in uh, Farmington? Yeah, I remember a few times using a hanger. Yeah. For a s'more, and then. Just you forget, and you're like, ah, <laughs> burn it like an idiot. <laughs> I should have. When did you get thrown off that horse? <laughs> you all right, son? Oh God. Yeah, I did some fair amount of s'moresing. It, at the end, of the, when you're younger too, you're like, this is kind. Of, I mean, you stick it in the fire for like eight seconds, like mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. But then you see, like, no microwave's gonna yeah. make the you get a little crackle of the yeah, fire. Yeah, a little crispiness on it. Oh too. yeah. How do you how do you how do you attack your s'more situation? All right, you've got it. You've got the marshmallow in hand. What are you poking it with? How's it going in the fire? Give me your breakdown. Do you do it piece by piece? What do you mean? Do you do like uh, just put the marshmallow in there and then pull back and put it between two crackers with the chocolate already there? Yeah, yeah. And then a slight. How else would you do it? That's how I do it. Yeah, I didn't I, know. I didn't know people had other methods. The marshmallow is its own. Yeah, animal. you already have like part of the sandwich made. The graham cracker and the chocolate, they sit there waiting patiently. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you get it on there quick, and so you get the, a little bit of a warmth to the chocolate and the top. Like yep, it up exactly. Like yeah. Now, what, now where do you go with the, uh, with the marshmallow fuck-ass cracker? Mm, what do you, and what, uh, I mean, I put it on top of the chocolate. No, 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 no. You've got it. You're poking it. You're going two at a time. You're going deep into the fire. You're letting it catch I'll do, fire. I'll do one at letting a time. Letting it burn out for a, a crispy do, shell. Yeah, I'll do that. But one at a time because I w- want to enjoy myself. Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, slow God. roast it. Yeah. And uh, I'll go it's high like, on the fire. Like I I would, you could slow roast it at first. It's kind of like a, kind of reverse cooking a steak a little bit because you can slow roast it a little. And then at the very end, let it catch fire, blow it out real quick. There you go. And then so you got everything in there and a the little crispiness of the marshmallow. Okay. And that's how I would do it. That's how I prefer to do it. Yeah, it, it is. does, doesn't it? You want to do that sometime soon, Travis? I feel like he'd burn himself. It, it would be a... Um, Probably will happen. Was it Home Alone? Somebody take a s'more to the, to the dome? To the, to the face. Was it Home Alone? No, it was... Uh, it was Home Alone. Dennis the Menace. Damn now, it. Home Alone, he did get burned. Dennis the Menace, it was... That was that was it Christopher Lewis. Lloyd too playing the uh, the scamp from the railway? Yes, yes it was. <laughs> That's but, back when white people weren't you, the only villains. You, the, uh, the homeless were the villains. You, <laughs> the homeless were the villains. Oh, this guy who we lives still in a train. A lot of this guy who lives ideologies. in a train, who's eating canned beans once a week. He was harassing that little boy with the the very adorable eyes, uh-huh. with the big eyes and the. Was that, cut. Was Dennis the Menace, uh, was that kid Dennis the Menace? That was the kid from Rushmore, too. Was it? I don't know. Jason Schwartzman's character alleged that he 
fingered, banged his mom. Remember that? Jesus. It's a big part of the, the plot. Oh, wow. And then he found out. He's like, oh, yeah? Been given hand jobs, huh? You two, uh, you two idiots with your hats the way you are talking about. Oh, we look like morons. at home alone. Yeah. <laughs> two kids arguing. Mm-hmm. No, that was Dennis and Menace. This is what we've become. Well, it's not much. I'll say that. That's for sure. Uh, my dad sent me a message uh, in the dog? break. Layer dog. Layer dog. He's given you uh, many trinkets from his uh, his recent trips. Yes, he has. Gardner, yeah. Travis. Uh, I'm actually drinking a uh, out of a coffee thing from uh, the Crescent Hotel and Spa. I love Started the, in, uh, the 1886 Crescent Hotel and Spa from Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Uh, 1886, simpler times. National Hug-A-Bear Day. Mm. Thanks, Peyton. I guess. You gotta hug it. Okay. Uh, we've got a story out of Kentucky. I was just in Lexington this past weekend. This is terrible to hear. Kentucky man riding electric scooter killed and hit and run. My dad thinks it's the same guy that came after you. What? In Lexington, Kentucky. I was just there. Pleasant as all get out. Wait, you were there when this happened? Nope. I was not. And you were also I here when mine happened. I told you I was down for the scooter cause. I know. Somebody's been messing with my scooter. My kickstand's a little off right now. You OCD fuck-ass cracker. You notice things. You notice things. You say something, man. The uh, podcast studio that also houses a custom yeah. electric scooter. That one. Let's see who uh, messed up with my kickstand. I noticed somebody touched that box of Schlafly barely. <laughs> they did. <laughs> somebody keep it in somebody order? had to move it around a little. <laughs> what order? Yeah. So you keep the corners all lined up. Weird. Okay. Let's get into the Wait, you let's do get that? ahead of Chris Carter. That. Yeah. The boxes? Yeah, I'll adjust them. What? Why not? Why would you? Because they're not lined up properly. For who? People. Organizational purposes. So, who are these people that often come into that this studio? You need to learn how to organize. Oh Jesus! Teresa suggesting it's an inside job. I take offense to that. So Just the guy because died? I happen to be. Yeah. So what happened? Guy was hit by. Uh, no, but a how, motorist. does the article say how it? Let me pull that up. It's from the Associated Press. Okay. Because I'm I'm curious to know uh, to find out the exact details. I guess. Just to see, like, if they're, when you say hit and run, you think someone's at fault automatically. You think the car's at fault because they take off, right? Oof. Oh, oh boy. Kentucky man, fatal. This is from uh, KFES 12 in the Associated Press. Uh-huh. And Lime Scooters shown in the photo. Okay. Kentucky man was fatally struck by a car while riding an electric scooter less than a month after they were introduced to the city of Lexington. There were a fair amount of people scooting around. I noticed uh-huh. that. It's a pretty... Standard college town there. A lot of pedestrians. Yeah. News outlets report 35-year-old Timothy Ryan Freeman was hit by several cars Monday after he lost control of a lime scooter and fell into oncoming traffic. Died before making it to the emergency room. Oh, so he He was he riding in the control. bike lane. Okay, that's fine. Properly operating the scooter. Yeah. But he just accidental lost control. Death. So that's yeah. an accident. Several cars hit him. Oof. That's unfortunate. My dad's still alleging that it's your guy. Well, I appreciate 
think there could have been like a stick thrown down. The assistants, and I will look into this, actually. Okay. Further uh, investigation pending. An RIP to a member of the scooting community. Yeah, that's actually really sad. Yeah. So I'll say that because uh, we're all a, a brotherhood mm. and sisterhood. A scooterhood? A scooterhood. I like yeah. that. That's very deep. Scooterhood. Scooterhood. Sounds a little sexual, too. I, I, I gave her that prayer. scooter hood, dog. We, we, we had a moment what? of silence. Right oh, there. That's okay. that, that, I just thought it was poor oh. podcasting. No, it, can it be both? Oh, yeah. That's fair. Well, it certainly can be both. Travis, did you have um, the responses? Yeah, I have a lot of people still cheering on. Go Whites. Uh, whites' lives matter, apparently, in this case. <laughs> when they were little, that was a thing. Uh, it looks like right now, yeah, the per- some person said they'd rather have allies uh, then um, there was a, uh, some N-words thrown in there, let's just say. Sam, oh, it's yeah, hilarious. Just, uh, yeah, just, well, just say if you got fuck-ass crackers, mm-hmm. then let's fuck-ass mm-hmm. N-words. Say it. Make the show 30% the, the, funnier. The, the, no, like we want people to come out tonight mm-hmm. to target practice. Pew, pew, 8 o'clock. If I write jokes for you, will you say the N-word? So I if won't you write the N word. You want me to read it out I loud? This is Chris's N-word. way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Yes. If I if he writes it and I say it, yes. then he's fully protected. Yeah, yes. yeah. I don't think so, pal. Don't give in. Nope, I won't. Yeah, right. How much? You I write this fire joke. How much you paying? Paying yeah, for a joke. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna write the joke for you. Yeah, but yeah. I'm all. But I'm going. You're gonna, to gonna have to pay. Method? You're, you're gonna have to pay him. You're gonna pay me to say it. Use the word, basically. Yeah. Uh huh. It's gonna gonna be your words. You're the rental car. I'm the fuel. Yep. I wouldn't mind testing this out. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. And then record record him writing the joke down. That's true. So then you can save it for leverage at a later That's date. That's very true. That's how it all works. That's all right. All right. There's a plan. Hmm. Okay. We've got this figured out. We have two. Uh, we have two really great guests tomorrow too. We'll have to run the N-word stuff by them. Mm. Dana Who's Gould. Tomorrow? Oh yeah. Dana Gould. You know, he's written for The Simpsons, Travis. Oh, he has. Does your Sesame Street time trump his time? I wouldn't go that far. He was in Seinfeld in the mid-90s, in the heyday. Yeah. Heyday. He's a very funny guy. Great writer. I look forward to seeing you pick his brain. Heather Mm -hmm. McDonald coming back. She's been on the show before. She's one of our earlier guests. Juicy Scoop podcast. She also worked with Chelsea Handler. Very nice. She she made a To Be Honest, where she trashed us. We'll bring that up. Yeah, we'll remind her. Mm-hmm. We'll find that and remind her. That'll be fun. That's still on the Facebook page? Yeah. We need to put that on the Midcoast YouTube channel. Yeah. Midcoast. Download, download it off YouTube there. YouTube channel coming your way. It's already there. It Check it there. out. Check it out. We're streaming oh. live. Uh, we got some compliments, too, from uh, Matt saying congrats on the restream.io work. Shrill. <laughs> 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 uh, he was saying we can. there's a, an option where you can read comments from every platform that comes in and respond to them. Well, that's that's cool. oh, so it, it kind of funnels cool. it to one area? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty dope. So if you get a comment from YouTube, it would show up, and I could comment to that, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, I haven't even looked that far. Because I don't look at the... You're the one normally looking at the comments. Yeah. Uh, who's who? I have the best interrupting of it in ability, so... Uh, who's who of comedic legends at uh, John Weatherspoon's funeral? I expected that, yeah. you you. It's almost... Uh, it's the other version of, uh, you hear Gary Shandling, who passed away not that long ago. Um, you hear who was it? Or no, it was Super Dave Osborne. 
you have that. And then you have somebody like John Witherspoon pass away. Who were the highlights? Uh, you have David Letterman, who uh, yeah. was uh, basically hosting most of the affair. Uh, Bill Bellamy. Friend uh, of the show. We, we had Cedric the Entertainer, of course. George Wallace, Chris Tucker. Um, so you had some heavy hitters who were in attendance. Uh, R&B singer Shantae Moore, D.L. Hughley, also in attendance. So yeah, it's good to know that everybody who loved uh, Mr. Witherspoon were able to come out and uh, say their final it's nice, goodbyes. It's nice when people back up their actions. You saw it all online. Right. Everybody you know, mourning him and sharing fun things. That's the part. That's the one positive part about a funny man or or woman funny person dying um you get to celebrate their work and when you've got a a resume like he did that's fun you get to look back and see all that stuff it's just it's got to be his son's been tweeting a lot too which is good right Mm -hmm. sharing some videos sharing some silly stuff they've done i don't know in a way it's comforting and I think the outpouring love and support and people loved his characters on the Boondocks and Boomerang and Vampire in Brooklyn, the Wayne's Brothers. Like, he just had a list, Friday series. Like, he uh, has been relevant for a long, long time, uh, especially on the black comedy circuit. He's a, an icon. So it's just really cool to see people finally um, show their love and respect. David Letterman and him went way back. Way back. It was funny. Letterman actually had a line in here. Let me see if I can read it without screwing it up. Uh, he said, I've known John for 45 years. 45 years. He and I met at a, uh, I think, a Scientology mixer years, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny if I say that. Letterman saying a Scientology mixer. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Uh, John Witherspoon passing away at 77. We had him on the show twice, son. Yeah, he was great. He was a lot of fun. Uh, Travis. Yes, sir. I'm going to remind people one more time. Target Practice Live tonight, 8 p.m., doors at 7.30. The bootleg at Atomic Cowboy can get tickets online. I put the link in. Uh, come, Make a night of it. Come to, to Happiest Hour at 6 o'clock. Uh, see two comics in from Los Angeles. Stop by the bootleg at 8. We're going to be sharply done at 9, and then you can just swing over to Gastro Pit, hang out with us afterwards, get your barbecue on. Uh, other things happening in the world we need to address, Mr. Gardner and Mr. Terrell. We have a rundown. We follow it. We no, make things. No, 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 no. Don't lie. We make things enjoyable for all. No? Mm. Is that not true? Mm. Uh, I was curious, Gardner, what you think the uh, next show with Trump's going to be like. Don't know. I haven't read it. President Trump, creator of uh, The Apprentice, Mark Burnett, uh-huh. are discussing their next TV show. Here's what I... I don't actually need you to think about the TV show, whatever. That's fine. This is a guy who's pushing 80, and he's going to work till he dies. So he's going to be creating things because he's got uh, too much clout, money, etc. Is this a, a flag or a tell that he's expecting to not do four more years? Or is this an okey-doke story? To get the Dems guards down. No. Okay. I think he's done. So, one way or another. I think there probably have been. You some. do, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there have been. In- so, matter of fact. Uh, you know, I, know, I don't know. Only thing I say, I, I think I'm going to give him a lot of credit by saying this, and I don't think it's 
necessary. I'm sure he's had informal conversations about how to parlay this experience, whether this time next year or in four years. I'm sure he's had informal conversations where, hey, however this ends up, this is going to be a show, whether it happens next year or in four. Mm-hmm. Hell, he may even say if he wins re-election, he may make it actually a reality show. <laughs> because honestly, at that point, there ain't nothing stopping a second term Donald Trump from behaving however he wants. So I, I definitely think it's him saying to Step. himself, let's figure out a way to... He's going to either try to turn the campaign itself into a weekly reality show or he's going to he's setting something up if he whatever happens in the next year or so. Cuz I think even if he isn't reelected, it's a show. I think if he is reelected, it's still a show. Staffers have to wear GoPros at all times on their head. <laughs> and considering they've been willing to lie for him, what's a GoPro? Mhm. So why the hell not? I thought you were going to say something about a dong on somebody's head. No. You do that sometimes. I do. I you kind of slip it things. in from time to time. Yeah, why do you do And then you push this into my face yeah, like it's a dong. Yeah, and, you get, and you get the look. And you get the look. Like, like you're yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Like every poor girl that's ever ended up in your room has gotten that look. Right? I would oh. say like that. <laughs> How'd it go? And then upon completion. Hey. No, it's. Good night. Oh, no. Snuggle? It's not even that. Oh, are you a snuggler? <laughs> no, I just, I'll volunteer to sleep on the side of the bed. <laughs> like get out of the bed. You're not a snuggler. Mm. I'm good for about five ten minutes. That's what she said up top, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got him. Uh, we talked about the death of uh, the gentleman being stabbed in conjunction with the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, this is troubling. Um, you kind of want this person to have been a bad person or something, but the friends and family said he was always helping people. This is very disappointing. I hope they catch the uh, chicken sandwich stabber. Do we have any additional thoughts on this? <laughs> You're still laughing at it. Why are you okay. laughing, Trev? Now, the guy who know. did get killed is the person who tried to cut in line. Right. Oh, according okay. to the story. No. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What do you mean? There's some quotes here. I'm not laughing at anything. And I there was um there's some quotes. Mm-hmm. Um to me it's just senseless over somebody cutting in line. Senseless. Said Rufus Coaxer. Even someone if you're standing in line for thirty minutes, still shouldn't matter. Take somebody's life over some food. We all gotta eat. Then another one, it's disgusting. Yeah, said Ashley Forte. I mean a chicken sandwich is not worth a life ever. Mm-hmm. These are actual quotes we have to use now. Because of uh, what's happened here. Now, there is one that I don't, I don't know how to take it, but I'm going to admit that it made me smirk. I'm going to read it to you. Uh, this is dumb. It's just Popeye's, man. It's just food, said Trey Martin. He was a good man. A bit of a wild card, but he was a good man. Okay, now we're now we're venturing into that. Hey, don't if you ain't no, got so nothing that nice one, to say. I, I was reading the quotes and I'm like, okay, let me see. And the one it's like, okay, he's a good man. You just throw in there, you <laughs> sneak card. in that quote. He's a bit of a wild card, but he was a good man. Can I ask y'all not to say that about me? At least 
I didn't. I just don't. Oh, don't say anything at all. The man died at a Popeyes, trying to get a chicken sandwich. Yeah, he tried to cut in line, but he didn't deserve that. And then you're out there quoting him or putting quotes out there about his passing. He's a good man. It's a bit of a wild card, but he's a good man. Yeah, you can't be out here. I don't know. Why'd you have to slip in the bit of a wild card? Yeah, I ain't nobody deserve to be stabbed over, over no food. Like, or then when that happens, be called a bit of a wild card after the fact. Yeah, yeah, you can't be losing lives over over cutting. You can't, lines. you can't call him a wild card and not explain why. Then yeah, you got to say why you're a wild card, man. Like you got to put put did, more did, on it. Then did he like rob a church one day and? Yeah, like I mean, don't. Travis is uh, fatally stabbed over uh, some Wendy's, maybe like a new release burger or maybe something. Maybe like three months or something. Yeah. Like. I said, yeah, I ain't he got real aggressive because he hadn't had it in a while, <laughs> so he came in and he ends up. If you guys come to me, I'm not going to be like, you know, Trav was Trav. He's a, he's a character. Hey, man, we'll no, miss just him. don't say anything. Right. Just you just let it go. Just don't even release a statement. Like I, I'm thinking of his family. Wish the best for him. He could be a little bit more personal nope. than that. And known each other for years. Damn, uh, man. I think that's where we're the at. What the hell? He was a guy. What? I mean, you know, he'd be loud at times. I would, I would, uh, I would say so, so many nice things about you. So many nice things. Like, Chris was a pillar in our community. He loved children. He loved the homeless, the elderly, and the colored. <laughs> Delightful human. His words, not mine. Mm-hmm. Gray hair. He would always say, the colored are great. He would always say that. He's like, hey, oh. child child of color, you are, you are, you are listened to. You, you are recognized. Uh-huh. That, that's the Chris Denman I know. Mm-hmm. May his soul fly high like an eagle uh-huh. above the sky uh-huh. and into space. Oh, oh into space. To infinity. Uh-huh. Oh no, that's a that's a cartoon thing. And beyond uh-huh. to glory. Chris Denman. See? Bit of a wild card though. <laughs> <laughs> why? Well, kind of comes out. See why? Yeah. Why'd you have to do that to the man? <laughs> it was so nice and lovely, and then uh, <sighs> a bit of a wild card. Like, damn. Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> that's the new Epstein. Did. Bit of a wild card. Bit of a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Jimmy, I'm reading these quotes in there. Jimmy like, oh, Carter okay, was okay. a fine president, started Habitat for Humanity. He was a true service to his country, uh-huh. and he will be missed. Bit of a wild card, though. <laughs> Family man. <laughs> Adopted 17 children, mm, fed mm. the poor. Oh, yes, he did. Ooh, he did, he, he in did. that time in Calcutta, mm. I couldn't believe he volunteered there for a month. Mm. Man, what hadn't seen him in, in years, mm. and I'll, I'll miss him good every man. day. Good he was a man. good man, a family Amen. man. He was. He was that. Bit of a wild card, though. Well, yeah, you got to get points. are made. Yeah. Points thing. are made. But did you have to say it then? <laughs> is the question. You just wipe out. matter of when it's being said. Yeah. You wipe out. Maybe at the repass, you say it, not at the actual or, funeral. Or it's not, you know, publicly out loud. It's like you nudge someone next to you. Bit of a wild card, though. Then not everyone. Do you have the decency to say it behind the person's back? Yeah. You guys really have to watch the session. You would love that. There's a moment where 
one of the executives that works for this media conglomerate passes away and you learn of his nickname and his first name was Lester. Mm -hmm. Everybody around the office used to call him Mo. Uh huh. I can see where you're going. Yes. Chris was a loving you, father. You, you learn of this at his funeral. At his funeral. At his funeral. We've got one for me. Oh. Chris was a loving father of dogs, very given, and he loved to use the N-word. He didn't need to go out like that. The McRib returns every year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, everybody got to eat. Yeah, who says that? everybody's got to eat? That's true, though. Everybody does have to eat. Uh, okay, man. everybody got to breathe. It's true. Everybody needs vitamin D. That's, that's also true. Everybody mm. needs a shoulder that, cry. That's very true. Everybody needs to hold a man's pocket walking from JJ's to Target practice mm -hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Number one fast food uh, item to go to. Just one order, not a meal. You get a sandwich or an item. Gardner, what are you going with? You have five seconds. Four, three, two, one. What's the question? Number one fast food item you have to order. Um, it's your last fast food item you ever get. What? Well, see, this is going to be it. I'd have to break this down. <laughs> Smoke coming out. I'd of his have ear. to know what is considered fast food. Just I'll, take a shot. Lion's choice. That's whew, that's a good answer. Yeah. Because extra seasoning, cheese. I and do all that. two. Two with cheese. I mean, you didn't have to say that. We assume fries. If it's the last one, I'd probably get uh, some sort of custard on there too. You fat. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I see myself in you. Travis. Wait, what? Fast food. Last fast food you ever get. Five, four, three, two. Crave case of double cheeseburger. Okay, that's just cheating. That's fine. I considered that. Yeah, definitely that. Yale Hollander's going with an Egg McMuffin. Interesting. Yeah. Chris and shocking news. Well, he's done with the fast food talk. Oh, you know, I this guy's always been a bit of a wild card. A bit of a wild card. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to sit up here and talk about fast food while my black ass is on this stupid-ass diet challenge right now. Y'all ain't going to do it, man. Y'all ain't going to sit up here and talk about last meal with the grilled onions and the smoldering cheese and the butter bun and the delicious fries uh -huh. with bacon bits on top uh -huh. with some sour cream. And then you'd be some like, hey, man, let bring over some of that Chipotle ranch. Just a side of the Chipotle ranch. And you say, oh, man, can I have some of that spicy ketchup? And then you're like, hey, waiter, don't mean to bother you again, but can you grab a couple more slabs of bacon so I can throw it on top of this? In fact, while you're there, go ahead and throw another one of these burgers on the grill for your boy to go so I can go ahead and have it another two hours while sitting in the parking lot trying to decide whether or not I'm going to go back into the office and make sweet love to this thunderous sirloin delicious burger with several ounces of bacon and crispy, crispy little onions just on top. Little scallions and little sour cream because you asked for some sour cream on the side because it just goes just as well with any type of burger. And I'm just wondering why y'all want me to sit up here and continue to talk about this on our show. So wait, so... Oh, God. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Got a little messy around here. Mm-hmm. What? Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Why? Oh, my God. You're fucking uh, losing it. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. This is, this is day seven. Why? <laughs> I'm troubled. You fucking lost it. Day seven. I'm like, I'm like Tom Hanks, the first year on the island uh -huh. and Castaway. Is this like 
you've hit a wall and you got to get past it. I got to get past like it. Like a runner's wall. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And we have to perform tonight. At Flyover Comedy Festival. That's right, boys and girls. <laughs> got $10 in your pocket? Don't let a bowl burn a hole in it. Come on by to the Grove. Check us out. We are performing at Atomic Cowboy Bootleg. Bam. Didn't think I knew it, but I did because I want to see you there. Eight o'clock. There tonight. Wink. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. He nailed hostage. I think he just, he, that was him after not eating fast food, and he just ate the fast food so fast, he's having a, mi- a mini stroke. Are you thinking about eating it? Oh, damn, damn. That sounds so damn good. couple comments to get to. Lisa's going with a cheesy bean and rice burrito. Uh-huh. Only a dollar at Taco Bell. Uh, Teresa says this is the purest definition of porn, food porn. <laughs> going through with Travis. Travis, I don't think you could tell us who the Missouri Senators are. That's okay. Uh, Roy Blunt and Josh Hawley. You like that, Roy Blunt? Smoke a what? I don't. <laughs> Whatever. You guys are immature. Grow up. Oh. Hippies. Hmm. Calm down, wild card. <laughs> Damn, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Did we break you? Man, that f- look, when I got home last night. Oh, <laughs> moment of honesty. That salad was so good, but it was so hard not to. What kind of salad do you have? <laughs> Let's check had this. Some out. romaine lettuce. Uh huh. I had a little mozzarella uh-huh. cheese on top. Uh huh. Cucumber. His okay. Tomato cherries. Tomato cherries. <laughs> tomato cherries. The cherry tomatoes. The tomato, tomato che- cherries. They're the same. The cherry Tomato cherries. Gardner. Tomato cherries would be. Uh, cher- uh, tomatoes in cherry juice. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. Right? Nah. Yeah. Wouldn't they? You can't even fit them in the jar. It's like though. a jar, and it's in the it's in the big you know They're cherry so jar. They're so juicy. Those are things that are so juicy. Tomato cherries. Tomato <laughs> cherries. They are so juicy. <laughs> uh, what kind of dressing do you have? I love me a little vinaigrette. A little vinaigrette. I don't, I don't uh-huh. buy that. A little what kind of just regular yeah. or oh, Italian? A, a balsamic. Italian. Balsamic, yeah. sorry. Um, I think got, I think he had up. A, I think he had a ranch regret. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find <laughs> out. <laughs> right. I don't think he had a vinaigrette. Did you go blue cheese? I go blue yeah, cheese. He had a ranch <laughs> Love me some blue <laughs> cheese. What a hater. And I had a little honey Dijon. Okay, now. Honey Dijon. You don't mix vinaigrette and Dijon. Well, I did last night. You had two types of dressing? I had two types of dressing. Is this what it's like to be high and eat healthy? Yes. Two types of dressing. Oh, yeah. You take what you can get. You couldn't get the thickness you wanted on that vinaigrette. That was so thin. Yeah. Tomato it cherry. was so thin. It was like somebody squirted more water on oh, it. Like, no. I don't need more water on my lettuce. I need more flavor. So you need some honey Dijon. I had to add the honey Dijon when you say it that way. Uh, tomato. A little more viscosity. Yeah. Tomato cherries are the main export of the country of Africa. I don't need to entertain your foolishness. That's Those are your words. It's black the future. <laughs> That was black sheep with a uh, tomato cherry joke. Hmm. Okay. Tomato Tomato cherries. I got what I was saying, man. Damn. Well, while you talk about tomato cherries, I need to tell the people about our friends at Hillside Animal Hospital. They support us, so you support them. Dr. Ed is in here uh, once a week. We play dogs on film. Travis, uh, you did really well yesterday. Balling, 3-0, counted, and won. 
<laughs> HillsideAnimalHospital.net. Uh, if you have pets and they need care, you take them to Hillside Animal Hospital. Conveniently located near the Grove, Dogtown, and the Hill. You can call them at 314-645-2141 to schedule an appointment for your animals today. They're at 5325 Manchester Avenue. Gardner, mm-hmm. we've been a, a little bit off topic today. We've jumped around quite a bit. Uh, where would you I'm all good. like to take the show? I'm all good. You're good. Yeah. Well, I'm good because we have St. Louis Counseling as a sponsor. StLouisCounseling.org is the website. You can see all their services and capabilities right there. You can also listen to the podcast, Mental Health Matters, when you're looking for some inspiration. It's a great conversation. They're coming mm-hmm. in here to record today. We love Tom and Debbie and all the team or at St. Louis Counseling Services. Uh, how's tonight going to go? we got three shows. Molly Ambergie's hosting... Uh, in my stead at Sophie's and Gastro Pet. She's a we bit of a wild card. She's a bit of a wild card. She, uh, oh, big compliments to you last night. Molly was uh, very, I, this, this is a wild card statement. She said, Travis is so professional. I loved it so much for the Casually Molly podcast that's now oh. recording here. She said, you're a professional. And I go, you're a bit of a wild card. Mm-hmm. And I was just mm-hmm. so surprised she said that. But they were very impressed by you. So, <laughs> Marvis Morell filling in Love greatly, it. bigly. Look, <clears throat> you guys know I've been a part of the industry for quite some time, so it's about professionalism. When you get to work with the likes of a Jerry Seinfeld, a Cedric the Entertainer, a Tracy Morgan, things I have done already in my young career, you learn to adjust. You learn to uh, behave like uh, the star that you should be, mm-hmm. um, and and that's what I've become. I, I don't I don't have a tendency to brag, but I do want to point out to those young people out there that are looking to aspire to the kind of creative talent that I've become, stay focused, but always professional. Okay? All right? I'm glad everybody... You do- anybody oh, you got that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. Yeah, everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. This How's tonight going to go? It's probably going to be fun. Um, I'm... I'm sure I'm going to be inebriated in some fashion, so it'll make a good time for at least be myself. Funny? You're going to be in tomorrow? Uh, it depends on how the show goes. Oh. If we do a great job, that means I'll probably be having lots of sex because people want to sleep with someone that's on a comedy festival, so probably not coming in to 9.30. If we bomb, I'll be here at 7.15. You mm. don't know how the world works, do you? Mm-mm. <laughs> Is that not how it works at comedy festival? Mm-mm. I'm on, a, I'm on a fest. I'm on a poster. It don't matter. You who's got to work the next day? Who's got shout outs, everybody? Who's your shout out, guardsies? Oh, could I just shout out once again? A rest in peace to a Scooter Brethren. Oh, yeah. It's sad. Mm. Thanks. Down but good job on on the Lair Dogs part. Yeah. Staying thanks vi- for uh, keeping me abreast of that. Yeah. And uh, looking out for me as well, and for others within that brotherhood. Trav, who are you uh, shouting out? Because if there's someone out there, we need to take mm-hmm. care of them. Be of a bit of a DC sniper situation. Oh, this is so weird. This is happening. It's happening too much. What it's you got? A, you see that on Criminal Minds sometimes. Too. Mm-hmm. Oh, another girl in pigtails slain by the old stockyard. Yeah, I know. This but the, the motive is going after scooters. Scooter mm. people. Right. Scooter folk. And they don't think that we don't realize that Lexington, you just take 64 the whole way there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So on the same I'm path. A, I'm a tried and true Lexingtonian. Mm. Like Travis, a New Yorker. I am very much so. I've been to Lexington more times than he's been to New York. Okay. He stayed there that's, for a that's while. That's not though. true, but I sounded convincing. Do your research. Shout out to Comics at Helium last night for the just for last audi- auditions. It's from Lisa. I agree. How'd they go? 
It went really well. I thought everybody did great. It's unique because um, you have to pare down. It's a five-minute set or six-minute set. But you're, there's pressure because you it's not just doing five or six minutes. They're making a best of five or six minutes. Not all your best jokes flow together, right? Wait, say it again? It's a five to six minute audition. Okay. And they did it as a show. It's like a showcase. Right. So if you're going to go bring your A game, right. you want to use your best material. Right. Your best material doesn't always line up next to each oh, other. Oh, I see. It's in a 20 minute set, an hour set, I see. 15 minute set, whatever. So I thought everybody did a really good job. So it essentially, you'd be, you'd be still just picking your two best jokes. Or you try and go rapid fire and get as many off as you can. I say, do your two best jokes, definitely. That would probably be... It's tough, too. Because it's not it's a matter like, of... It's, it's like, a matter of quality, certainly. It's, yeah, and it's, it's almost like it's creating a, a Tonight Show set. Right, right, right. But that's so, I mean, you have to yeah, have that kind of... I would say, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of... a level up. Yeah, you kind of have to have a solid five to six in your back pocket as your calling card, I'd imagine. Yeah. Like, it has to be something that, like, maybe it's not... I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go too that's deep into tough. the craft of inside ball game, but I feel like it's... I think every comedian, and, and one that's been doing it for a while, let's just say, uh, probably has three to five minutes of guarantee of the hits. Hits, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Healing put on a good show last night. That's There's, cool. They're doing it again tonight as part of Flyover at uh, the Improv Shop. I know oh, nice. Rafe was really excited about that. So I'm excited too. Uh, shout out to all the commenters today. That was great. You guys made it very fun for the show. You guys are the MVPs. So shout out that. to um, Alexandra Gra- uh, Gray- Graham. Uh, I guess Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> um, no, Alexander Grant. I'm looking her up right now. Okay. Um, she is apparently the girl, longtime girlfriend of Keanu Reeves. And I want to give a shout out to her because I didn't know know Keanu Reeves even had a girlfriend. Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah, Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> shout out to you. Were you surprised <laughs> his, at his girlfriend? She, yeah, I guess I was. I was surprised only the way you that... said it. There was a tinge of bless your heart in there. No, or I, a, or I a, oh, good for him. He dates. Well, they say with that they're just they're, they're longtime friends, but apparently they've been kind of dating. But I didn't. Keanu when Reeves is a guy that, that's. When I saw that, I was like, I didn't think people could love Keanu Reeves more. And the fact that he's dating what many would consider, at least optically, to be an age-appropriate woman that plays real well with other women. And, uh, yeah. I just Shout out to him. Like, I mean, and then he like, he man, could be yeah. knocking out 20-year-olds yeah, two at a time. His brand kind of like went up like a couple more it points. Did. It absolutely by did. Doing, I was like, oh. That's why, that's why, like, it's the... Count of Reeves, okay. I have respect i have always had respect for him as an artist it's as a bill creator burr. as a person it's the bill burr effect it is hey you're a cool person that has a very humble life it's and a, that's cool because you're keanu reeves and you have like i think you probably gross as an actor what four five billion dollars in box office a lot you're one of the biggest like actors on the planet and you come off as a very weirdly humble person it's the Bill Burr effect, isn't it? How it, many how many black dudes or black people, when they found out Bill Burr's wife was black, was like, "Hi, right, Bill." It, I don't know why a spouse offsets that. I don't it's, know why it they shifts covered the it paradigm. On, they covered it on Kirby Enthusiasm. He why would, he wouldn't? He needed a man with integrity, and he found out his accountant, who was not a, a good-looking guy, had a ridiculously hot wife. And he's like, "Nope." Mm-mm. 
nope, I need somebody who's honest <laughs> and is a good person. <laughs> so he went with the accountant with the, the slobby wife. And she looks like a very nice person. Yeah. It's just not who you would have had in mind oh, for got, Keanu Reeves. You got Leo torching the Victoria's right. Secret lineup. <laughs> like that's yeah. Keanu could pull what Leo could pull. Yeah, sure. So you think you're thinking of Keanu dating someone who's like thirty years younger than him? Yes. Him? I guess we well, can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. I just think So our own selfish like, dumb yes. minds go Because she's I, I mean, like what, I'll ten be years younger than him? The yeah. new one? Yeah. And to be uh, fair, like she's let her, she's yeah. she's let her hair gray. Yeah, but that just shows the standard. That's like that's. A, I get it. I get it. If you just want to burn the whole thing down, if you're a woman, you're like, what? Yeah, but for being honest, he's a bit of a wild card. He's a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I just go ahead, Neo, for the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. You dating somebody age appropriate, or are you going full blown? <sighs> three generations of kids in your own in your own stead. You know what I mean. Where you got yeah. the wife from when before you were popular, you have the big stardom wife, and then you have like your third one. You're like, this one's for real. And you have three sets of families. Bruce Jenner had that. I don't know if I go that far. Um, will I have an ex-wife? I've been asking myself this question this year. I'd say no. Because yeah, I'm not going to get married at all. That's why. Yeah, but I don't know. You would think as you're older, you have less of a chance to knock a couple divorces out, but you become so selfish and set, not you, just anyone, no, you're probably and set your own me. ways you're probably talking about me, that you would just bust out. Of, you'd be like, I'm not going to stay married. I, I had an apartment alone. I was fine. <laughs> two, <laughs> I don't, two years in? I don't know. Like, no, this, this, this self-partnered shit ain't, but ain't that exotic. Ain't that dope. It's it's got its moments. Don't get me wrong. Being single has your moments, but I don't know. I don't know how people can do this for an extended period of time, like a few years, maybe. Shoot, but that's a ultimately. It's just like, do you want kids or not? Can you have some kids with somebody? You want that's companionship? You want? Nah, you can find that anywhere. Nah, not not all the time. You can find a person. You can find anybody to hang out with. Uh, maybe that like that Keanu, you can tolerate over an extended period of time. Keanu is rich with friend opportunities. I think Keanu, Keanu can go to any town. I think Keanu's any in, town in America, maybe the world, and take the most attractive woman in any town in ninety nine percent of towns. But isn't that the impressive thing about Keanu Reeves? No one man should have all that power, and even though he does have it, he doesn't. He restrains himself. I don't know what it is. Restraint. That's what it is. Or, we love or restraint. There's a, there's a seedy underbelly that we don't know. About. Or that too, which is also you know possible. What, you know what I do love about this? I had a. Uh, I love them both. I love Leo. I love Keanu's approach. I love both, both of their approaches. Both, because they're both honest. They, there you go. Um, yeah, you're right. I used to be friends with a young lady who met Keanu Reeves in Los Angeles when we were 21. Right. And she would have been somebody to be. Someone would have picked her off. Right. Would have loved to. Right. Said he was unbelievably kind, nice, and just chatted with her and hung out and was like, hey, have a good one. So I like this. I, this, this is That amazing. was in 2006. And the girl that I knew that met him would have been somebody to get to know. The only, I think, right now where Keanu is as far as brand-wise, he's like stratosphere. Him and Robert Downey Jr. right now, brand-wise... If they put any project together, it's probably going to be a hit. They could play brothers. 
Nah, that'd be dope. I think the only way Keanu Reeves can 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 elevate his game, he's got to jump on like a an all black cast movie. Like he's got to jump into like Black Panther two or a Medea film. If he shows up in one of those two things in the next year, Keanu will. Oh boy, Let's do the slip cut into the uh, the door ringing, doorbell ringing, and uh, he's the uh, the boyfriend of the black daughter. Who's come home? Yes. She's an attorney, yes. obviously. Of course, that's that's that's, uh, that's a given. And they're giving her trouble for living in in the suburbs of Boston. Like, ah, how do you do it? Come home to Atlanta, you know? Yes, I'm and liking this shows, film. Yeah, and then he shows up and, hey, <laughs> what this white boy doing? What right. is this Hilar- fuck ass cracker doing in his house? Hilarity ensues until <laughs> until he shares that He's, he was adopted by a black family. I was adopted. Yeah. By a black family, and I too reject the privilege. And they have the scene where they do the electric slide together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. At at church, yes, the electric slide <laughs> okay. at church. All right, Gardner. Anything else? Nope. That'll be it. <laughs> Tomorrow, <laughs> I was letting you go there. <laughs> Tomorrow, we've got Dana Gould coming in. This is so great. He's at Helium all weekend long. Heather McDonald's at Funny Bone all weekend long. That's gonna be super fun. Tonight, we have three different shows. Come to one of them. Support us. Support the great comics that are part of that. Sophie's at 6. Atomic Cowboy Bootleg at 8. Those are only $10. $10! That's all, Chris! And all three shows. And then 8.30 at Gastro Pit. All three shows feature comics from out of town that headline much bigger uh, venues than they'll be at tonight. So, I'm excited. Chris, let's keep it popping. Back live tomorrow, 8 a.m. Peace! See you then.